Welcome, 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 and happy weekend to you all. Welcome to the Schnozcast. I am your interim host, Nick, with my awesome co-host tonight, Corey Slesky, and Mr. Todd Money Dillon. Bob is on special assignment, trying to go back home again, which we know you can't ever do. <laughs> trying to relive those college years. Uh, yeah, hey. When that person made up that saying of you just can't go back home again, Bob said, I'll fucking show you. Fuck off. That's where I'm going to go. Right back home. My uniform may not exactly. fit anymore, but it, it almost seems like the town is welcoming me back. Todd, you, so you've, you've, yes, been, you've been to Alma with Bob on these, these weekends, have you not? I, I don't, I don't uh, participate. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, since you, so... So since you don't participate in it, I, I'm sorry, I thought you did, so I don't want to make too much fun of him and also give you grief about it. Cause oh, you can make fun. You, you can make fun. I just, I picture... It's a, bunch of old, it's, a, it's a bunch of dusty old mofos talking about the time when they played football with leather helmets. And, uh, you know, Bob's really old. so We didn't even have pads in my day. Because exactly. you know what it kind of makes me think of is... Um, uh, Al Bundy wearing his Polk High jersey. Oh, yeah. And I can just see Bob and the buddies that go with him, like in these very ill fitting little football jerseys, walking around like cut off jean shorts, trying to hang out with the frat kids. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Todd is on special assignment, or I'm sorry, Bob's on special assignment up at his old alma mater, uh, Elma, up in Elma, Michigan. It's something he does every year. That being said, we'll come right back to that in two seconds because we are the Schnozcast. We are your new favorite podcast. If you'd like to check us out, first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've never heard us before, you can check us out anywhere, S-C-H-N-O-Z-Z-C-A-S-T. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, all at Schnozcast. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe. Hopefully one day after about 25 years, we'll get monetized. And uh, and that's we'll get one of those plaques in the mail for right when YouTube takes a shit. We'll we'll get monetized. Yeah, I mean, why no, no, not? I'm serious. Hey, I was I was in the tube in London, and I heard they heard mention of the Schnozcast, and I was pretty proud. I'm like, for a bunch of no talent hacks and me, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, and you, huh? <laughs> Corey and Todd, uh, you you. You will wait for no one to ask you how you're doing this evening, but how the hell are you guys? Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, okay, so uh, we're going to scratch off the podcast list is asking both of you at the same time how you are because that doesn't work. Sorry. Exactly. It so, creates collisions. Corey's it okay. Collisions. Todd, how are you? I am omnipotent. All right. He's like, he's like, you really fucking threw me for a loop. I had this new word set up and everything, and then you asked us both at the it same did. time, and it's just fucking tailspin. How am I supposed I to throw my omnipotent in there? Anyhow, exactly. And I, I know I, I owe a dollar to the mispronunciation bu- bucket, but, yeah. but I get, I do get a pass. I've, I had surgery this week, and my lip is all jacked up, so I can't. I'm having trouble enunciating. We, with I'm you, omnipotent. We gave Corey a pass um, on his teeth days, uh, so we'll give Todd a pass on this. Um, You're still a little awkward. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what the 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 teeth the teeth the lips the tip of the tongue. What is about? I don't know what he says. Anyhow, grab a shot. <laughs> it's a drinking podcast. One episode or tonight. Normally we do back to back. Sometimes I don't know if you guys notice. 
Uh, we try and do back-to-back episodes, and we hide the second episode only to release to you on a, on a later date. Um, if you're catching us live, if you've never caught us live before, if, you're, if you've downloaded us and you want to catch us live, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe, and turn those notifications on because you'll be able to see every time. You'll be able to comment when we actually do the show. Um, though we vary at different times, we typically on Saturday nights do the show anywhere between 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come check us out. Give us a follow. We'd, we'd love to uh, hear from you guys. If you got something in front of you. Because some people aren't prompt. Some people are not prompt. If you got something in front of you. I don't know who that is, Todd. Some sort of libation. Get it together. Get yourselves fucking together. We are an explicit drinking podcast. Fucking put your panties in your purse and do a shot with us. The fuck you say? Cheers. Salute. And what if I don't have panties? Or a purse? Well, oh, you know what? If we could pan the, one of these three cameras, Bob's not here with us in, in uh, spirit, but there are physical attributes of Bob still here. Why does he have such dusty Old elbows? Uh, nope. Um, <laughs> people people often ask me, they say, uh, they say Nick, you're, you're crazy. What do you, like I'll say to the guys, I'll say, I uh, wash the tablecloths for the, the tables that we do for the podcast, and they're like, yeah, okay. And they're looking at me like I'm insane, like as if, you know, it's some hand-embroidered Thanksgiving family heirloom tablecloth, and they're just all black that we got like at Party City. But this is exactly why. It looks like uh, you took two of those little um, those little snowball cakes and just like rubbed them all I, over the table. I was thinking of, you know, when you were in grade school and the teacher would make you go clap out the uh, erasers for the chalk yes, uh, chalkboard. yes. It's like someone took two erasers from the just, chalkboard and just patted them right on the... From a teacher's chalkboard that hasn't uh, dusted them out in 30 years. Yeah. There, yeah. There's some This some is one night. This, is one, on this is one night. One night. I'm starting to get sick to my stomach, so we're going to have to go. I say, why do you keep touching it? I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm grabbing it from the bottom. Todd, you can't see it, but there are very noticeable white, ashy, grapefruit-sized circles on the tablecloth <laughs> from where Bob puts his uh, ashy elbows. Yeah, he's got some... Put the lotion on it. Exactly. Put some lotion on it. Very dry, dry elbows. Some co- cocoa butter. You need, you need <laughs> cocoa butter. <laughs> some cocoa butter. Some, some Aaron Neville cocoa butter. Some cocoa yeah. butter. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what you need. <laughs> That's right. And for those Good who want your ashy elbows. To go back to those that want to get in touch with us, mm-hmm. how can they do that, Nick? Uh well if you want to get Nick. if you want to get it's in touch with us you can you can reach out to us uh on any of the social platforms I told you about or you can call or text anytime on 618 shocker the shocker line or you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Shocker. I like to keep you on your toes, Corey. This isn't a Bob Rankin podcast. I know it's not Nick, cookie. It's Nick Bader has got the Mack truck wheel at Who's this Bob point. Bob Rankin. Exactly. I will say Bob Bob has gotten very set in his ways of how how everything's opened up and how we go through things. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely definitely set. Those boomers will do that. <laughs> Those boomers will do. That. <laughs> I remember when I said boomers last week. Todd uh, Todd bridled a little bit. He I think he almost spit out his drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, 
So, Corey, why don't you tell uh, the listeners, just give everyone a little bit of an idea of uh, what you and I personally did today. Dude, we had quite the day today. Mm-hmm. So, what'd you do? Todd, every year, we, <laughs> except for last year, why didn't we do it last year? Was there just not, not enough time? You digress. Uh, I, kept, I do digress. I kept talking. I, you know what? I think last year, especially with me personally, um, I had just uh, started my new job. Um, we had just come off of a vacation that was pretty expensive for Bob. <laughs> and uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, he was, he was nice enough to say, hey, look, you know, just because all the stuff going on with your job and you just got a new job, I know you don't have money because I wasn't going to go on vacation. And he said, you know, Corey and I have talked about it and, uh, you know, pay us back whenever you like, but we got you. We'll take care of you. And that's what friends do, and I, I love you guys for that. Um, but I know personally at the time, retrospectively looking back at it, I was not financially in the place to go out and spend, you know, $200 on supplies. So I let it go, and because I think I wasn't writing you guys about it, I think you guys were just like, mm. Yeah, no, it, and, and it's, again, it's not something like, I, I don't hate doing it by any means, but yeah, if. What's it? Uh, okay, so. I, I, I <laughs> Damn it, Todd. Um, so every year we, we, we make apple pie moonshine. Uh, I, I'll give it like a, a quote unquote homemade. Would that be fair to say, Nick? What the homemade? Like, yeah. quote, quote unquote homemade? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not making our own cider and shit like that. Quote unquote. Because, like if we were making our own apple cider and. Then you'd be boss. But you're not. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not at Todd's level yet, where we can have an apple cider press in our backyard, uh, and have apple cider, fresh apple cider year round. But mm-hmm. we do go to different local story. <laughs> different story of different time. Uh, we go to local orchards. Uh, we actually went to the Plymouth Orchard today, picked up a shit ton of different apples. Uh, got some of the cider from there. Um, also stopped at Kroger to get some of Mott's famous apple juice. The apple juice doesn't really matter. You can get that from wherever. Uh, but we did pick up some more cider from Kroger, some some more Michigan cider. And uh, then we get a shit ton of alcohol and mix it all together. A shit ton. Is that a, is that, is, is a shit ton metric? It's a unit of measurement. Imperial yeah. or what, what, yeah, what, what's the, uh, it's a variation that, uh, we're talking about here. Okay. It's a variation. Um, before you continue, uh, I just wanted to, um, uh, let, let the audience hear something. And this is uh, unadulterated, uh, completely uh, <laughs> haven't touched this, haven't even heard it myself, haven't even heard it. So this I don't is. I even think that's a real word, unadulterated. Yeah, sure. It's a word. And, uh, <laughs> and, and here we go. Ready? Hey, this is your uh, erstwhile once uh, in a blue moon co host, Bob Rankin. Calling to say, hey, fellas, uh, I saw your pretty, pretty faces out of the internet and was a little bit confused because we decided we weren't going to podcast tonight. And then all of a sudden, I get a notification saying that you're going live tonight. And uh, in my uh, alcohol-addled state, thought maybe I might be seeing things and maybe this isn't real. <laughs> but upon texting Corey, he's like, no, we're going live. Like, what the, what the hell? I don't understand what's going on. Great. Just want to wish you guys good luck, good podcast, and uh, sending you all sorts of love from mid-Michigan. 
And that's why he's our buddy. Bob Rankin's got all the booze, all the college-age tale he can find. <laughs> Jesus. And you know what? Oh, that and, one's going to hurt when he listens back to it. And you know what? He's he's worried about us, and that's why he is. Have you ever seen mid-Michigan college tale? <laughs> <laughs> it's called cow tipping for a reason. He is one of our good friends. Corey, I'm not sure why you texted me and said address again. Can you send it to me, please? My address? Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah, so anyhow, so it, we continue. Bob, we miss you. Uh, this was a last-minute decision. I did not. Uh, Corey, Corey yeah, I, 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 to- <laughs> I told him in the text that it's a long story, but we'll explain to him later. Mm. It's That's about what, getting that, the job done. It's about being there for your friends. It's about doing the work. It's about putting in the time. It's about being a professional, damn it. Well, I'm going to do a line of Bob Elbow Dust just so he's really with me during this show. <laughs> Nick. Put on that cocoa butter. <laughs> Make that dude Nick. put on yeah. some cocoa butter. <laughs> so you don't have to snip his elbow powder. <laughs> first, oh, yeah, first, okay. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, one more time. Please do the, the cocoa butter. Please do it. <laughs> cocoa butter. <laughs> First of all, yes, we are going to have to get Bob a lot of cocoa butter. Yes. Yes. Secondly. Secondly? I don't know if I can stomach <laughs> the thought of you doing a line of Bob's, Bob's elbow. elbow dust. Mm. <laughs> But I will. I am willing to pay. I am willing to pay real cash money, and, hard money. And Todd, for all the things I've not come through on, I will send a Venmo check right now if somebody actually lines up a line of Bob's elbow powder oh and sniffs it on air. Now that was, will be comedy gold, and just, I will pay for it. I you promise. Just, you just spoke it into existence, and now I'm getting nauseous. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very concerned about my drink because it's very close to that location. So. <laughs> I feel like that if I'm a little too flamboyant with my hands, that this dust is going to fly up into my drink. <laughs> so Todd, Todd, you're, that dust. Todd, your 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 thought was my my next thought as far as yes, if Nick were to do that, I don't care what amount of money I would have to pay. But now that but now that you're throwing your wallet in the ring. No, I'm throwing my wallet in the ring. I'm, no playing, I, I'm throwing the wallet in the ring. I think I'm willing to give you if you if you can scratch that up, get a credit card out, make yourself a line of that elbow dust oh and sniff it up. I'm willing to pay two hundred dollars right now live to see this is you guys talk about putting us on the national and international stage. I got people in Ireland waiting for people to sniff elbow elbow dust. People haven't seen this before. This is a new level of challenge. You gotta Let's pronounce it. You gotta pronounce right. it. You gotta pronounce it right. It's Ireland. <laughs> but now that elbow dust is sounding more appealing. I was just gonna say, Corey's like, mm, I did spend a lot of money today. I, <laughs> I, like, I was like, all those fucking guy. fancy apples and twelve dollar uh, gallons of cider. He's like, oh man, and we didn't just get one. It's not. It's not one gallon of cider. And we got a shit ton of cider. <laughs> multiple gallons of cider. Multiple, multiple bushels of apples to make this apple pie moonshine that we make. No, we don't ferment our own spirits. We're not from Kentucky. Not that there's anything wrong with that other than the fact that it's illegal and you could kill yourself or go blind. But you do make <laughs> our own version of apple pie moonshine, which is why we got all this stuff. And I think to Corey, that 200 is sounding pretty good right about now for a little Bob Rankin in your system. 
Mm. I'm waiting for to hear Mary coming up the stairs. You're not paying anybody $200 to do anything, <laughs> Corey, Corey shows up next week. His hair and beard are all silver. He's like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I have the sudden urge to go to Alma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully he's up there having a good time. Yeah, we went to the Orchard today um, to get yeah, all the boy. yep to get all those supplies. I mean, you know what? When in Rome, do as the Romans, right? So we've talked about this before. I like the idea inadvertently. So we kind of mix a bunch of things together and boil it, and then we add booze to it, and then we bottle it, and it's phenomenal. People have uh, thrown money at us for this. No, no, jo- all jokes aside, people have. Please, please, can we buy a mason jar full of this? It's good. Yeah, we. As a matter of fact, because Caldwell was it was it Caldwell the one year that he didn't make it that he ended up giving us like two hundred and fifty bucks. Oh no, no, the the year that he made it with us, he sold like maybe eight jars of it to his uncle for like two hundred and fifty dollars, and we recouped our entire everything we spent for the all the products that we needed. We recouped all that immediately from just what he sold to his uncle. Oh yeah, dude. Um, the one of the the first or the second year that we did it because we all get together. Todd's kind of on the outside of this. He, you know, would definitely be there. He's just logistically not close enough. Um, but well, and the odd thing is, you guys are talking about Michigan apples. When mm-hmm. I am in the ca- apple capital of the world, there's nothing better than a Honeycrisp or. Uh, Cosmic crisp apple from Washington State. That's and true. So you guys are making uh, inferior moonshine or apple pie or whatever you want to call it because the best apples are in Washington. Also, best cherries. Also, best host of this show. Also, mm. be- just right. tons of things. We're gonna, have to draw, <laughs> we're gonna have to draw a line there, Big Bunny. Getting um, a little carried away there. Yeah. So, yeah, apples were made famous uh, in Washington uh, by uh, uh, what George Washington or. Uh, ben Franklin or somebody, somebody, and uh, but but Michigan is very well known for apples. Um, we also have Honey Crisps, and uh, they are phenomenal. They, suck ass. they are amazing. Listen, you are from Michigan, <laughs> my my short friend. You are from Michigan, <laughs> but taller than Corey. That's true. Uh, Which, nope. I think we have some proof of that. Which, by the from way. Today. I will have to show you from today, Todd. We're gonna to have to send this out, and maybe Corey can, Corey can put this on the screen if he has enough time. I don't know if there'll be enough, but I have said a couple times that Corey is three apples high. Apparently, it's not true. <laughs> apparently, it's apparently he's not even one apple high, according to this chart. It's a stupid chart. That's, nice. <laughs> so, so I'll send that to you. But nice. anyhow, so we make this. Uh, you know, we used to in the past. We used to just go to the grocery store get apples. And uh, and cider and things like that to make it, but I'm like, look, this we're we're it's like being in Georgia uh, and wanting to make like a peach moonshine and be like, yeah, I guess we'll get our peaches from uh, the Bahamas. Like, no, that makes zero sense. You're in fucking Georgia. We have tons of peaches here in Georgia. Like, we're in Michigan. Let's let's go to some orchards, drive a little bit, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Corey's putting it up on the screen right now from the orchard. Uh, and and the answer Portrait. answer to your question is no. He was not tall enough to get on that ride. He's not tall enough to ride the ride, is he? <laughs> no. So, 
<laughs> dashed again. So, <laughs> so if you can't see, but right next to his glasses is the five foot line. He's just over the five foot line. Um, That's a terrible, <laughs> had a terrible ruler. If he hadn't had his flip flops on, he could have he could have had his lips in. His heightness. Yeah, he he could have had his uh, hey tall dudes in. Hey, I'll tell you what. I was the tallest kid waiting in line for that uh, that picture. <laughs> Corey, uh, Corey did ask me. He said, "Nick, for the podcast, are you interested in holding hands and skipping while videotaping?" I was trying to get a in, sweet video in front of all these families and children, and I uh, told him to his face, "No, absolutely not. We are not doing that, dude. There, there are we. We well, could barely it to his forehead." We I could mean, be, that's part of his face. We could barely walk because there were so many families and children. Could you imagine if us two jackasses started skipping and holding hands and trying to videotape it? Like, no, I'm good. I had a beautiful scene set up. Yeah. I knew exactly where the camera was going to go. And <laughs> Nick, no, we're not doing that. That's right. It's called a vignette. No. We, I'm like, dude. Oh, oh, what? Vignette. Sure. Listen, I paid. <laughs> I paid. For a sunset hayride for just the two of us, and I was not going to spoil it by skipping through the fucking orchard like jackasses, okay? Yeah, I never did get that hayride. Oh, we did. <laughs> did we? Remember we played remember, remember, remember we played that toss the donut game? Oh, yeah. You, why'd you have to have your pants down for that again? <laughs> well, of course. So anyhow. Got every donut right on there. Anyhow. Ate them right off. Todd Dillon, I need to know your thoughts. On the holidays. Yes, sir. On this holiday season. So I don't think that Halloween season is technically a holiday season. Sir? But I'm down with... You watch yourself. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I am down. I am down with Halloween. I mean, ultimately, here's the funny thing. I think I'm always amazed at how many people embrace the Halloween season. But I, I am in because uh, yesterday... Uh, even though I'm in recovery, Mary and I, we, we went out and went to a haunted woods setup uh, at Maris Farms here in Washington. And what an amazing thing. They had a, they had a huge, a great dinner, a great light show. Uh, they had a 40-minute walk through both buildings and a, a cornfield maze. Absolutely spectacular. They had probably 40 actors. They had the, the local high school actors group doing a dance uh, dances to Thriller. They didn't have any insane clown posse, so I I, I put that on the suggestion uh, pad because you can't have Halloween properly unless you're listening to a little bit of IC, ICP. Uh, that sets the stage. But uh, all in all, I'm I'm down with Halloween. I, I, and I'll, but but my childhood rearing had me a little bit away from that because you know my parents didn't have any money, and I used to wear those the the three ninety nine uh, Kmart specials where you had that plastic Batman mask and that plastic cape and it would be all shredded in, in about 15 minutes of trick-or-treating and then i remember i think when i was like in seventh grade my bought me like a really nice rubber gorilla outfit and the gloves and uh, i had a younger brother and sister and they were absolutely terrified of it and they would start bawling incessantly uh every time i put it on so i was not allowed to wear that until i was an adult uh wait like an adult like ruined halloween for me yeah, till I was like 21 years old. Like they stayed like my mom took it took it away. She bought it for me. Mm-hmm. My brother and sister got terrified and then it was locked away in a closet and then she gave it back to me when I was an adult. And says, "Here you go if you so want to." So, when you dress were, as a girl for Halloween. When you were a child. And then I 
Your mom yes, got sir. you a gorilla costume that she locked away, and when you were twenty one, you were still the younger kids. You were still able to fit in a child's gorilla costume at twenty one. Because he's so short. I was a strapping man. <laughs> Strappingly small. Early. Okay. Who's I didn't Corey. I didn't say that I had a growth spurt or anything. You know, I was I was as big as I was when I was in the sixth grade. I am now. That's terrifying, but okay. <laughs> oh my god, who is this? I rule man? I rule the playground. I rule the playground. <laughs> that child can throw a dodgeball at seventy miles per hour. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. I was not bullied in grade school. Clearly. <laughs> or actually I was only bullied once. Not, not. <laughs> Mrs. Dillon, it is February 14th. I understand uh, that it's a nice costume, but uh, he is swinging around from the playground, wearing it at school uh, and scaring all the rest of the children. He was. <laughs> oh, man. So, so that, I mean, that begs the question then. Uh, do you think Halloween is a legitimate holiday? Because I think you know the answer that Corey and I have. Oh, dude. Well, I don't get the day off. And it -hmm. turns out, as much as I enjoy Halloween and the Halloween season, if you will, I actually have, I've kind of regressed into a Halloween of leisure. Like, so my costume, again, if there's a, if there's a costume, a party with costumes, I am down. But you know what I wear? I wear some army fatigues that are comfortable. I wear a, a beret. I got all the stuff. I, I I go as a service serviceman, uh, and uh, stolen valor, comfortable. <laughs> I don't I don't and, claim and, to have and, done and, anything. And then and then Todd also goes to every McDonald's in the area and gets free McDonald's that night. Goes to his local VFW. Sign up for USA. Yeah, goes to the local VFW and yells at all the old Vietnam vets that he was a. Bingo, uh, bitches! <laughs> he was in Afghanistan. <laughs> Vietnam means nothing. <laughs> that's, that's not, I do not steal. I do not steal valor. I just go uh, for a comfort play when it comes to uh-huh. don't, you, don't you think it's kind of amazing that uh, at the moment that you were started to steal valor, uh, we have <laughs> we have our resident veteran that came in the room at the time just just with enough time to hear you. Kevin Cromwell came in the room. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. United States Army, airborne. He wasn't hey, airborne. Thank you for your yeah. service. Was he really? Yep. Kevin thank was you a- for your service. Kevin was airborne. I don't. St- I didn't steal Valor. Uh, I just dress, I, again, dress up. I want to dress up. Ca- I want to be comfortable. See, and it turns out those fatigues are not half bad. I, got, I wear the boots. I, I got the whole get-up on, and I'm comfortable, and I don't have to wear I don't, no makeup, none of that. Because it turns out, being Blackula for two years in a row, that's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Blackula is a whole lot of work. But, but I'll say, yeah, Blackula doesn't. Blade, Blade, was late, Blade is late to the game. Like, like now, if I, if I, was, if I didn't have all Get the my, fuck out my of here. Nice Blade's, not late. Wear. Blade's not late to the game. You're too fucking Blade short and big to be Blade. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's my question. So did you had you had the cape and the teeth and all that? When I was Blackula? Yeah. Oh yeah. So and a wig that works. So the the black hair, the 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 makeup, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. I look I look like Al Sharpton 
in a in a nice black suit to work. So I was so, I so, did Blackula for two years, but it was a lot of work. So you wait, so you had you had white face on? No, I was Blackula. Oh, okay. So no white makeup. <laughs> no white makeup. Okay. That's I was I was gonna make a joke See, about all the, the black makeup Jen he had to put on. Don't know anything about Blackula. No Blackula is a real thing. I don't know. I, I'm I'm very aware of it, Todd. Very aware. It's after Gen Z. <laughs> Yeah, Gen Z, Gen yeah, Z but is isn't Dracula three. supposed to be dead? Dracula's supposed to be dead, so that's he's so pasty because he's dead. Black Blackula is all the way live. He actually has rhythm. He can dance. He's sweet, <laughs> he smooth on the ladies. The ladies play him. <laughs> Blackula's like he's he's the freaking <laughs> he's the bomb, but he's a lot. He's high maintenance. You got to get that 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 hair don't hold up on its own. That's a that's a fresh perm. Mm. It's the works. It's a lot of work. That's why I moved to the army fatigues because I'm like I'm sick of working this hard for people not not recognize that I'm not Dracula. I'm Blackula. <laughs> Todd Todd says I I need to get free shit easier. I'm gonna put on a U.S. service uniform. That's that's exactly that's exactly what he did. I think that was probably the moment where Todd was like, you know what. This, 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 uh, <laughs> all this hair, this, this is for the birds. This is, I need to shave this off. I can exactly. grow it anytime I want. Cooler. Yep. Anytime I want. Every mm-hmm. day. All day. Dad said, I wasn't, I wasn't getting free drinks going to the bar as black, yo, but I'll tell you what, I threw on that, that U.S. Army uniform, free drinks all night long. <laughs> they asked me if, like, oh, that's a, it's a cool costume. Todd was like, costume for what? Like, oh, it's Halloween, man. It's not a costume. I was like, oh, I didn't even know it was Halloween. Well, thank you, you know, for... Actually, so I, I, I do have a fallback costume if it's unseasonably uh, warm here in Washington for a Halloween party and it's a dress-up. Then you know what I don done? I donned my German lederhosen. I put on my, my black German gear. I got my lederhosen and all my get-up on. So I got my leather shorts on. I got my, my nice high socks. Dude, I jam- dance a jig and boil a sausage like nobody's business. So I got I'm 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 down for comfort these days. You do what do with a sausage? I heard something about smoke a sausage. Who doesn't smoke sausages? That's all I needed to know. <laughs> Hang on, are are and you said leather Lederhosen. Is Lederhosen traditionally well, leather? Well, Leder is leather in Auf Deutsch Biatch. There you go. Lederhosen is leather pants Auf Deutsch. So yes, I do have real German lederhosen that I got that I procured when I went to Oktoberfest in Munich, and I wore that shit like a boss. Did you still did you still have the James Brown blackula hair? Or? <laughs> I didn't do any cross cultural things. <laughs> okay. That might be a new thing. You know, blackula in Germany. Maybe I. Maybe I'll, maybe that's what I'll do since we have a whole season here. Since Halloween is technically not a holiday, uh, and we have a season, maybe I'll be Blackula in later hosing this year. Yeah, it's still comfortable. Although you know, I got to sit in that chair, got to grow my hair out, sit in that chair, get my hair done. That's a lot of work, bro. A lot of work. We could call you Germaine. <laughs> the least, the oh, least wow. Jack. That- <laughs> That took me a solid second to realize. Corey, Corey looked at me with Garfield eyes for like two minutes and just stared at me. And he was like, ah. <laughs> it finally came to him. Uh, 
Sorry, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to do something. I didn't fully hear what you were saying. Yeah. But yeah. All right, we got a shot sitting in front of us, guys. It's not a long show tonight, but let's cheers. Cheers. Hang on, hang on. Oh, 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 hanging on, hanging on. Todd is supposed to have him at the ready. Give me a sec. All right, we'll give you a sec. What? what I I just finished another fifth of Crown Apple. Wow. All right. Let's do it, brother. Salute. Cheers. Cheers. Ready? Ready, ready. (sighs) To Blackula. To Blackula. That's that. That always reminds me of uh, the one Office Halloween episode when Daryl was dressed up as a, a vampire. And yeah, like I can't. I can't remember who it was. But like, oh, you're Blackula. He's like, no, I'm a vampire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played, Daryl. Oh my god! All right, Todd. Um, I heard you either had uh, like a some sort of thorn in your in your claw your craw or your a thorn in your claw or your craw claw yeah and uh in the claw and or you had some sports that you wanted to talk about well i can bitch about some things all right the festivus begins with the airing of grievances i got a lot of problems with you people now you're gonna hear about it as I rain blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the dog? It was destroyed. At the Festivus dinner, you gather your Ladies and gentlemen, and the airing of grievances, Todd Dillon. Yeah, boy. I got a grievance for you today. I, Todd Dillon, am sick of people celebrating holidays that ain't holidays so first of all halloween is not a holiday i mean i dress up and everything i'm down with the season but it is not a holiday i don't get the day off do you get the day off i didn't think so if you take the day off if you get the day off what nothing continue (laughs) (laughs) i'm like halloween is not a holiday i mean don't get me wrong I am down with the clowns who want to dress up and do their fun stuff, but it is not a holiday because I do not, and you don't either. And even if you love it, even if you make moonshine, if you do all your other shit, it is not a holiday. So what I'm saying to you people who think that Halloween is a holiday, you can enjoy the day. You can have fun on the day. I'll come to your place, put on, put on my, my military gear, drink a few drinks with you, tell a joke. I'll have, I will have fun. I'll even go. Last night, went to the Haunted Woods. Went to the, the Haunted Woods factory. 40-minute 40, 40 walk through a beautiful corn maze and buildings of scary delights. But you know what? Halloween isn't. It's not a holiday because I do not get the day off. So anybody out there who calls Halloween, you're getting it wrong. Not a holiday. Not a holiday. And that's my grievance. Todd Dillon, um, a lot of holidays. Yes, um are deeply rooted um, from uh, religious beliefs or superstitions or things like that. So, like Labor Day, uh, yeah, just like Labor Day. Um, so, my question like to President's you: Day? Yep. So Columbus Day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We we here in the Valentine's Day. We here in the United States. Not a uh, First of all, uh, don't put an M in Valentine's Day. 
Um, we black people do. <laughs> All right. Well, this jar is going to get uh, full a lot quicker than I thought. So, uh, but also, uh, we in the United States, we, we, we are uh, very outspoken, very free, proud people, and uh, we're very inclusive. And so, you know, the, the more diverse we got, the more we wanted to celebrate everybody. And so we're coming up with days all the time, which is fantastic. Um, some of the original holidays that we recognized and we don't recognize or that people celebrate and necessarily like the federal government doesn't recognize, um, Halloween is kind of roped into one of those things. There's only, as far as work is concerned, um, there's only what, like six, depending on your job, six, five, six federal holidays, um, as far as what, you know, some jobs will recognize and what they have to recognize and pay you, you know, time and a half holiday pay, whatever. So that being said, we know the easy ones like Christmas and Easter and things like that. Um, where did Halloween come from? Well, actually Easter, but Easter doesn't, nobody gets a day off for that. I know, I know they don't. That's religious. I know. I know. Um, but where did, which is weird because you could, you could go down a whole rabbit hole of, well, why are we as a, as a country celebrating something that is deep diving and supportive of one specific religion. Like that doesn't make sense. If, if it was some sort of, uh, you know, devil worshiping holiday that, uh, I, I would feel horrible, you know, taking the day off or something like that, you know, but, <laughs> but that being said, that damn it. The Wiccans need to be freaking acknowledged. They need to be acknowledged. Where's the, where's the fucking, uh, horny goat weed. Where's, where's the fucking toad's breath. <laughs> Let's get it together. But, uh, but that being said, so Halloween, what what do you think, you know, and Corey can't answer this because he has access to his computer and he's actively looking things up, so I don't trust that he hasn't already Googled it. But where do you think I was looking, I was looking. <laughs> Where do you think uh Halloween came from, Todd? Where do I think it came from? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh Geez, I think it's a great marketing ploy. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure the origins of Halloween or how it started. That's. I, I don't know. I think. I, but I think ultimately now it's monetized and it's a whole season and system. And it turns out. Hang okay. You, you, last, yeah, you are correct there. You are definitely correct there. But what holiday nowadays is not monetized and made for exactly that? Mm-hmm. Every single I don't one. That's why. That's why. I'm, that's why. hundred. That's why. Hey, my my better half and I tussle every year over Christmas season because I am religious. I am a person of God. I, I'm a Christian, uh, but I think I think Christmas has been totally sold out, pimped out, hoard out. You name it. Because are people nicer to you during the holidays? No. You want to literally the, the festivist music kind of belies it. It's Frank Costanza started raining blows because they were trying to fighting over a doll in the store when really the season is about the, the savior and a person who wants us all to get along, not uh, fight each other for gifts. So yes, I think the monetization of these holidays and uh, seasons, if you will, have kind of wrecked them a little bit, but uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. I can't, I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that, uh, they haven't all been monetized, and, and even and ultimately, anyone will tell you Valentine's Day is one hundred percent all about the money. Oh, dude, beyond belief. Now, More hearts are broken on Valentine's Day than 
<laughs> now, I, I, will, I will say, too, especially for Valentine's Day, that, you know, Nick didn't have his headphones on. He, he missed the other two that Todd said. Um, so, yeah, that, dude, that is, that's like the epitome of a, a Hallmark holiday. That's and, and Halloween is similar. No, 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 no. That I, I will, as far as origins, Todd, I will tell you, you're definitely incorrect there. Um, okay. the, the, Educate the, me. the idea of Halloween is, is from a long, long, long time ago. Yes, it has changed. What's a long time ago? Like, 1732? Like over 2,000 years. Okay. Give me, give me, give it, give me, give me the history. Give it to us. Educate us. This is a drinking slash educational podcast. Tell us about it. Um, I believe it was originated in England uh, by the Celts, and it was it was technically their New Year on October thirty first, and they believed that was the day. You're so full of shit. You looked up shit online, is what you. Did. I didn't. I've been, I've been I've been looking at you this entire time. No, you haven't. Sec- when the, I looked the, over at you and made that comment, sec- you were looking at your computer. I was sending a message. Uh-huh. I can show you the message too. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyhow, continue. So and, and, I, I and think it, I asked the question where it came from. So you are did. you going to finish the answer? Or? And it was the night that the living met the dead. Okay. Correct. I don't know. Okay. Is that is that your guess? That, that's my, that is my as far as my understanding of where Halloween I'm comes from. Duck, duck, go and find out. All right. So <laughs> Halloween holiday has its roots in an ancient. Celtic festival of the S A M H A I N, which is pronounced Sawin. Smashing pumpkins. A Gaelic word. <laughs> it's a page it's a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of summer. When people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off spirits and ghosts. That's how it all started. So it's an Irish thing. Which is it's crazy because I love the Irish. Thank Dylan you. Dylan is Irish. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, they, a a lot, a lot of holidays and things that we recognize or don't recognize as holidays. And some people do have a lot of roots and their feet firmly planted in, in some sort of religion or superstition. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I personally love it. Um, I'm a huge, Corey and I are huge fans of Halloween. Um, uh, no, I don't think that the world should should get the day off. I mean, that'd be amazing if we did and be amazing if we got the day off any day of the year. So, um, but I, I've always, you know, growing up, I, you know, I would, I was pretty artistic and I I would make, um, my mom kind of let me do my own thing on that time of year. And so I would, you know, make dummies and dress them up on the porch and, you know, do a lot of crazy, you know, ghoulish makeup and, make tombstones out of foam core board and, you know, really, really go to town for Halloween. And it was just something that I always loved. And I ended up meeting Corey, whose dad was like the king of Halloween. Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, Uncle Porky. Absolutely. That is, it was just crazy. Real coffins and, you know, animatronics before there were uh, publicly, um, public, publicly made available animatronics that you can buy, you know. Stuff. Yeah, he, he a lot of a lot of the shit that he had, he I mean, he made himself. That's what I'm saying. Levers and pulleys. Yeah, and he would like that. he would go to scrapyards and everything, and just find little shitty motors that he could figure out something to do with. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd make his own quote unquote animatronics that way. 
And I mean, I, n- there were some like uh, there were some available at the time. Uh, like a lot of the the really good ones though were thousands of dollars, and my dad was very cheap and did not ever want to purchase anything like that. So he would try to figure out a way to make it himself, and you, usually he would. Um, he'd figure out one way or another to to make the idea that he was going for. Mm-hmm. It it might have only lasted two days, uh, but he he would figure it out. <laughs> they, dude, they, if I I had a running tally of all the stuff that he made that only lasted like for Devil's Night, he wouldn't even turn it on. Like he'd have the display out for like I think it was like two weeks before Halloween. He put everything out, and there were certain things like he wouldn't even turn on because. He's like, uh, he's like, if I turn this on for too long, it's it's not gonna last to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is run, this is running on bare bones right now. Uh, you know, if this runs for more than than eight hours, then we're gonna have a problem. It's not gonna be running on Halloween. Uh, so yeah, he he was definitely he wasn't against buying buying props or animatronics, but uh-huh. like I said, he was just he was very cheap in that sense and uh, didn't didn't necessarily necessarily care to go that route. He wanted to try to figure out stuff. That he could make on his own, um, which I applaud, and I, I he had I, I shouldn't say he had the time to do it because he definitely didn't. Um, but I, I I've I've gone like there's been a couple of animatronics that I've seen in the store that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I definitely want to get that. And a I couple, a couple. You muted yourself. Not a Mary. couple. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, you you've done more than a couple, which which is great because you're I'm living vicariously through you, and this year. Oh well, I, mean, I I I bought one myself. My mom bought me one, um, but it it's just it's so. You go to the store and you see it in action. And you're like, yes, and now having the love that like my dad did for the the the, the holiday, um, <laughs> I, the holiday. I really, you know, not exactly. I, I see stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, like I get now what, like when my dad saw certain things that he was like, I really want to get that. But at the time he already had, well, he had me and when the, that was like when his Halloween display was like first, first starting, but then had my sisters after that. And so there was three kids involved. It was kind of hard to justify you know, spending even a hundred dollars on a, a Halloween prop. As right now, Danielle and I do not have any children, so uh, real coffins weren't free. Todd, Todd, hang on, buddy. Okay, <laughs> God damn, they, we're we're gonna run over an hour. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna disagree with you there, sir. Because guess what? You gotta know. You gotta know a person. You gotta know. A no, 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 no. By the way, yeah, go ahead. No, no, never mind. I, I will. I will shut up and listen. So my dad had three real caskets. One which I am now the proud owner of. Uh, it's an 18th century casket that someone was exhumed out of. He received that for free. Mm-hmm. There was an even earlier version. So. Believe it or not, when people used to be cremated way back when, it wasn't. They didn't use a cardboard casket or a, a a paper casket of any sort. They used steel caskets, and they were reused for person after person after person after person. They have holes in them or anything? No, you just they laid them inside inside the steel. Uh huh. 
and lit that bitch on fire. Put Pam on them so that people, so in case people stuck to them, they didn't. I think there was a little bit of olive oil involved. Um, No, but I mean, what got the fire inside the steel? Nothing. So just this, the box just heated up. Yes, it was. It was a. It was a terrible way of doing it. We needed Pam, Mm. and and that that's why things changed a long, long time ago. But there was a uh, uh, crematorium. Crematorium. Yeah. Oh, nice. He stopped himself before he wrote a buck. I love it. Oh, now that there's pressure on me, I got to make sure. Uh, and his friend <laughs> threw him a fucking life raft. I mean, hold on. He did. He did. I would have figured it out. So, <laughs> but they, so they were, when my dad was working narcotics. Creamy ice cream? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Criminal lamb and ding dong. Um, they, they would always do their briefings before they did a raid, either at a graveyard or a cemetery or, um, a crematorium if they couldn't find any uh any graveyards or cemetery around their their target house and the, the the idea for that was being if we don't do what we're supposed to do correctly on this raid this is where we're going to end back up is is right here so it was kind of a you know emotional mental thing that they they would do but either way that aside they were doing a briefing at a crematorium and in one of the, the dumpsters there was a casket sticking out of it for people that don't know or listening um, outside of the very close knit circle, Corey's dad was the chief of the local police. So he was, and well, he he, I, he rose up through the ranks. He this was the time of his career when he worked worked narcotics, and uh, before the idea of you know all these cities having SWAT teams and all that, narcotics teams would do their own raids. Uh, these very highly unprofessional, untrained guys would bust down doors and and clear houses when they shouldn't have been. Either way, different story for a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, he sees this casket sticking out of the dumpster, and he goes in, finds the the manager of the crematorium, and the guy's like, yeah, no, it's something we've had in the basement for years and years and years and years. Uh, we finally, you know, obviously we don't have any use for it because it, we don't use steel caskets for cremation anymore. That stopped hundreds of years ago. So, yeah, we're getting rid of it. He's like, yeah, if you want it, you can. And it probably has some stains and buildup in it as well. So, so he... They went and finished their raid uh, after they got done with the debriefing, all the paperwork and all that. My dad came back with a couple guys from his crew that night and uh, went and took the raid van, put that casket in the raid van, brought it to my house. And my dad snuck it into the garage. Your tax uh, money hard at work, ladies no, and gentlemen. That's why I said. Exactly. Uh, that's why I said when they were done. <laughs> the only the only downside, yes, they did use a city van. Uh, that's. <laughs> But the they he brought it back to the house and and made sure it was late at night so my mom wasn't awake when when he brought it back because Todd this thing was so burnt and rusted over and for you guys that are wondering <laughs> yes his mother is uh, alive and well <laughs> she was not put into the cast yeah no 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 night. no no <laughs> she's okay so he was out in the garage trying to get this thing open for hours finally just took a crowbar to it and just wrenched the top of it open and Todd the plume of smoke that came out of this casket was absolutely disgusting and when you looked down it was almost as nice as that Bob elbow powder oh man just that was Todd, Todd hundreds I'll, of years of elbow powder Todd now. I'll tell you what I would have I was I was gonna snort some of Bob's elbow powder for 200 bucks <laughs> whatever was in this casket I wouldn't have snorted for a million dollars because amongst all this ash and everything like that, there was a little. There were little chunks of bone. 
little noodle nuggets in there, weren't there? Yeah. And so my dad turned on the shop vac. <laughs> suck, suck those bad boys out. <laughs> tossed it, tossed it in the trash. Tried painting this thing. The um, there was no amount of paint. There's still spots on it to this day that you cannot paint over because they're so burnt and rusted out. I hope he said some kind words when he was throwing remains into the city receptacles. Exactly, the shot back. To be honest with you, looking back on it, yeah, he didn't do the right thing. Because, <laughs> yeah, he should have called. I'm like, I have human remains here. But being a child at the time, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, this is sweet. Like, Dad loves Halloween. I didn't know he was committing a crime. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was committing a crime. They were throwing it away. No, anyhow, it, it was going into sure. the trash. And, and, anyhow, and it was, dude. It was so. Like I said, they and, haven't and used these can, for hundreds you, of years. Dude, you can do your absolute best. You're not going to get everything out. It's something that's used constantly. Yeah, I'm not talking like yeah. I'm not talking like big chunks of money. There was like yeah. little little flecks that you could see. Uh, he found a woman's femur with a boot on the end of yeah, it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It no, was just no. it, it was little pieces that you could tell were bigger than than dust. That right, exactly. It's like those little. Crispy nuggets when you fry up some chicken wings, you're like, oh, I'll just nibble, nibble on that real quick. Yeah, that little that crispy bit. Yeah, yeah. Your dad bit on one of the gold teeth, and he's like, huh, that's a keeper. <laughs> Ooh, that's real. <laughs> so yeah, so so and the the other 18th century one that he he received was actually uh, there was a store called Dusty Corner Ceramics down on Cherry Hill uh, by us years and years and years ago, and every year this lady during Halloween would put this casket in the window. And every year, my dad would go in there and ask her how much she wanted for it. And she's like, "Mike, you don't like you don't understand. Like, this is a very special casket. Like, it. I went through a lot to to get this, and it's it's always going to be you know part of the store. Every year, he would still go in there and offer, and not a, not a ton of money, but he would offer some money. And she always said, "Nope, nope, nope." And finally, the one year she was closing up the store, and we happened to drive past it. And my dad saw the sign that said store closing, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And so he just locked the brakes up on the car. I, I, I don't even think he parked in the spot. I think we were parked on Cherry Hill. And he ran <laughs> he ran in the store and he found the, the owner and he's like, hey, well, like if you're closing, like you always said that that casket was like number one for Halloween in the store. Like if you're not going to have the store anymore, where like is the casket now for sale? <laughs> and she's like, oh, Mike, she's like, I sold it to someone. And the look on his face, I've never wanted to see my dad hit a woman. <laughs> he, he, he honestly, he wanted to kill this lady. He's like, I, I like in his, like, he never said this out loud, but like, I can see in his eyes. He's like, I've been coming in here like the past 10 years asking to buy this casket. And you just sold it to someone that I like, he was, he was seeing red. And she's like, but listen, no, listen, listen. Like, she's like, years ago, I had, like, so I had a buddy make one up that looks kind of like it. And he was already like, I, I, no, I don't want the one year buddy made that I could have made myself. She's like, let's just go in the back and take a look at it. And my dad, being the nice guy that he, he, he was, he's like, all right, yeah, let's go look at it. And I knew right away, I'm like, oh, he's not going to want anything to do with this cat, this casket this guy made. Mm hmm. So we walk in the back, and there's a big bow on the original 18th century casket. And she goes, I knew you were going to be coming in. It's all yours. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing. That's awesome. Isn't that yeah. amazing? So to counter your point, Todd, two of those caskets 
We're free. <laughs> That's where I'm coming back around to. Touche. But it's still not a holiday because I don't get to do God it. God damn it. <laughs> still not a holiday. <laughs> um, oh, and real quick, too, while we're on the subject of, of Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, I did just want to pull this picture up for everyone. This is uh, Todd and Mary. And Todd and his. Uh, in my later hosen in Munich. Just, just so you guys all know, not not out there calling Todd a liar. Todd, what's that? What's that thing in the middle poking through your suspenders there? I know. Oh, that. Oh, I, know. I had a beer. I had a, that's called a. That's called a beer get off Deutsch. Jesus, you had a, a that, lot. You had a lot of beer that sh- day. That was my shad back in the day. That was my shad. If you have a really <laughs> nice tool. You got to build a shed over it. Oh, Mary man. knows that. <laughs> Now the look on Mary's face right there is saying, "God damn it, I can't believe my husband's wearing this." No, no, actually no. The funnier thing is if if you've not ever worn or purchased Lederhosen, the fact that I was able to fit cuz I went into a Lederhosen store with like 10,000 pair of Lederhosen, I think I tried on 9,875 pair <laughs> before I found a pair that fit and was was able to accommodate my shed and my thighs and everything else, but uh, I rocked my later hose when I was in Munich for Oktoberfest. <laughs> so and, I, and actually now it, it fits. It, I call them barbecue pants now because anybody who comes over for a barbecue, I don't even wear the shirt anymore. I just put my later hose on and rock myself mm. a brisket and some ribs, and we make it happen. So why are you always barbecuing in later hosen? Because I said barbecue pants now. I'm not if I'm not at Oktoberfest, I still got to wear my my gear, right? I guess that's uh, absolutely 100% true. (laughs) So moving on, I wanted to touch on this before uh, before we did end the show tonight. Um, Something that I've tried to get on the show a little bit sooner, um, but uh, it's uh, I've been finger wagged a couple times, not by present company. So you you do the math, but let's continue sucks since last year for this year. 2023's installment of the haunt for this October. The haunt for this October. So for the haunt for this October, we have different places in Michigan that there have been uh, notable hauntings, and uh, they have been documented. And so this year we're going to talk about, uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about two of those. Two little small paragraphs that we're going to fill you in on. Here, right here in Michigan. So, uh, the first one is a scary story, and the second one is is a nicer, warmer feeling story. So, the first one is crooks and books. So, uh, when a library is built on the site of a former jail, not everyone is into peace and quiet, especially because it's where Detroit's last public execution by hanging occurred. The Skillman branch of the Detroit Public Library is known for strange noises, including moans, rumblings, and rattling chains. This beautiful 1932 established building is in downtown Detroit. You can go there tomorrow. And also houses the National Automotive History Collection. But many, many people have reported uh, all sorts of moans and groans in this building, which was the last site for the last uh, Detroit's last public execution by hanging. Uh, the next one is in Holland, Holland, Michigan, and it's titled Heartfelt. College. 
Hartfelt. So Dorfelt was this gentleman's name who built his wife, Agnes, a beautiful mansion near Holland, Michigan in 1928. Sadly, Agnes died not long after moving in, and Dor followed soon after. But this love story has a happy ending as they are seen waltzing together, translucent, arm-in-arm, in the ballroom, and enjoying their house, almost on a nightly basis. Heavy doors open and close on their own, and sometimes Agnes even slaps somebody with a blast of cold air if they behave badly. Many have said. And that's this instance of the haunt for this October. So if you want to check those two places out, Holland, Michigan, and Detroit, Detroit, Michigan, check them out. The big D. That's right. Right now we got a shot in and, front of us. Derek that, said, what's that? Derek commented on the lots of moaning. And uh, he said, more moaning. And I go, yeah, I, I recently heard that in, the, in a massage parlor. Recently. Oh. That must be <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't go down there at night. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> we got a shot of fireball shot. Uh, Todd, you doing a... Oh, crown apple? Mm-hmm. You know what? I ran out of crown apple. You guys actually shouted me out tonight. How much... Would you have a thimble? I had a, I had a whole fifth. You did not a have a fifth, whole fifth. My ass. You had a whole fifth maybe that you bought three weeks ago. Three episodes ago. Yeah, exactly. That would be three weeks ago. Um, you guys are working me harder than I'm used to. Hope, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, the moans and groans coming from Derek's bedroom uh, are, are a very unhappy marriage. <laughs> that's, all I'm, that's all I'm hoping for, considering that it is my cousin. Keep so, rocking it, Derek. You 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 not you, mm, you keep making those moans and groans. I like it. Mm. So uh, if you got one, put it in a glass. <laughs> Cheers with us. If you don't have time, pause it. You got all the time in the world. Come back. Here we are. Cheers. Salute, Nastrovia, and salam. Salute. Cheers. And all right. Since Bob wasn't here, he didn't. Nobody asked. But I'm I'm drinking that Atomic Pumpkin, baby. I'm oh, even man. though it's not a holiday, I am in the Halloween spirit. So that atomic pumpkin, and I am not a person who likes any pumpkin beverages of any kind, but this is a solid beer by New Belgium Brewing. Oh man, it is so good. Um I know atomic pumpkin and uh I do like screaming pumpkin as well. There's a couple of them. And I remember reading on the front, um, or the back, I don't know which fucking side it was on. It's been some years, but it had said, uh, you know, made with real pumpkin puree. And I'm like, that's like, disgusting. That sounds disgusting. That's nasty. I hate pumpkin pie. That sounds disgusting. Oh, but you know what? Disgusting. It fucking works. I don't know what they did, but they made it into a delicious. They put sweet potatoes in it. Oh, okay. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they, they put, didn't. They only put a little smidge of, of puree in there. They're like, oh, it's got real pumpkin puree in it. Like one nano billionth of an ounce that's not still a, too much not a nano billionth todd todd do you like pumpkin pie i do not all right uh, I, I, we're all in agreement here then so we're, we're yeah no no pumpkin pie for the three <laughs> yeah, of us. pumpkin pie is disgusting so, so we're going to we're going to close out the show with a question um yeah boy and uh it's going to be along the lines of 
what we've already been talking about. And so I, I think it'll be it'll be pretty easy. All right, guys, so for this installment of Nick's Existential Question, we're going to run along that Halloween theme. And we're not going to talk about, uh, you know, the Shocker line and Arthur Penn and Teller and uh, how we may be uh, in copyright infringement or violation. (laughs) Maybe? Maybe. I'm no lawyer, but I'm going to say 100% for sure. I I will tell you, listen, no one can tell me what I can say and what I can't say. Yeah, except for <laughs> if I was making money for it, that'd be except one thing. The government. I if I was making money for it, that'd be one thing. I am not making money for this. I can say whatever the fuck I want. So, baby. Anyhow, <laughs> I was actually asked at work the other day to do the pen teller or whatever the fuck his name is to do the baby Arthur Penhallow. Yeah, we were talking about riff, and I'm assuming. That it was because we were talking about old school riff, but it may have been a nod to someone that secretly listens to the podcast. Because why would you think Uh-oh. that I would be able to do that? But he came out and said, Can I get a little Arthur Penn, whatever his name is? Penn Hauer? No. I still can't. I don't. I can't put it together. I'm sorry. I know you guys think this is a big fucking bit, but I really can't. I think it's <laughs> Penn Teller, Penn Holler, How, Tallow. I don't know what the fuck it is. Arthur. That's all I know. But he was like, "Oh, can you do that?" And I went, "Baby!" And I did it, and it was it was a great moment. But anyhow, that being said, oh, so that story you just made up. Okay, gotcha. No, it actually happened. Um. So that being said, so for this episode of Nick's Existential Question, I want to know. Um, favorite Halloween costume that you've donned yourself in your lifetime. What was your favorite costume? Whether it be effort put in, uh, comedy gold, or just uh, some sort of nostalgia. Like, what was your favorite costume that you ever had for Halloween? That's what I want to know. I I can go first because this is going to be really easy for me, and this yeah. is. It's also going to be kind of bad because I know I, th- there could be a shitstorm after this. Okay. As much as I just went on and on about Halloween and how much I love it, how much my dad loved it. Um, my dad was the same way. But the I dressed up when I was very, 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 very young for Halloween to go trick-or-treating. Uh, you dressed up or someone dressed you up? My, my, my Well, usually my parents would. Um and ever since the age of where like I could have chose my own costume, our house was such a a mecca for Halloween. Like we we stopped trick or treating at a very early age because there was no reason to go out and walk the neighborhood and get apples with and get apples with razor blades on. <laughs> exactly, or, ne- or needles. Why would why would you leave? Um, why would yeah? Why would you leave this heavenly? Yeah, area. We we, we when, didn't when you were the epitome of Halloween. Not to mention that that your your parents probably were like, "Hey, hey, motherfucker, you can walk on two feet. We need help. Go pull some strings for that zombie over there." Yeah, there and there was always a lot to do. Um, but yeah, we we never really left the house around Halloween. Like, I mean, our parents like if we wanted to go trick or treating, 
my mom would have taken us, uh, you know, but again, like everyone was flocking to our house. Let, so on, I'm going to cut this in half yeah. for one second. So I'm going to, um, this is going to be a two-sided coin. So not only is this going to be favorite costume and they can be different memories as long as they're somewhat succinct, uh, favorite costume slash best Halloween memory. Okay. Fair enough. Right. So, yeah. So as far as the costume thing, um, that like uh, we, cause we stopped dressing up. Cause like I said, so many people were coming to our house. We didn't like there, there was people like we had animatronics on the lawn that could talk and do all this. And like people were throwing candy at those one and one Bob actually voiced. I'm sad. He's not here to talk about Bob, the skeleton, Bob, the skeleton. But yeah, that that's how we, that's how we treat her treated. Bob would just be like, Oh, cause no one thought that they, they could actually hear Bob, that Bob could hear them. And we had way before like GoPros and all that. I had a baby monitor set up underneath the skeleton. And so Bob was in a van in our driveway and he could hear everything that these kids were saying on the baby monitor. So they thought it was all a pre-recorded thing that it was just going on and on. And finally they'd be like, Oh, well, you know, what am I wearing? And Bob would tell them their costume. And he'd be like, Oh, so for that, I want a Kit Kat. And they would try to toss a Kit Kat into Bob the skeleton's lap <laughs> within, within 30 minutes. There was enough candy at Bob the Skeleton's feet to fill three candy bags uh, for Halloween. What is this sorcerer's magic? Yeah, so so we did not have to go anywhere. So <laughs> I I I stopped dressing up at a very 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 early age, and again too, like I said, my even my dad, like as much as he was into Halloween, he never dressed up. Like people would show up to the house and be like, "Oh, I want to talk to the homeowner, Bob. He's he's got to have this amazing costume on." And my dad would walk out in like a jacket and his blue jeans and be like, oh, hey, they're like, <laughs> what? They're like, you, that's you, sort of anticlimactic. Yeah. They're like, uh, we thought you were gonna have this amazing costume. He's like, oh, I'm not really a costume guy. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so, so what was your favorite costume? I mean, as far as that I wore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the last one I can really remember was. My Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, one the Leonardo mm-hmm. that we wore, I wore on the one episode we did a couple years ago. <laughs> your fifth, Corey. That was not a you wore a shirt. No, 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 no. I'm saying from from childhood. That's that's honestly the only costume I can remember. Oh, when you were a kid, yeah, the one that you showed on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like, I'm still gonna make fun of him for that forever. By the way, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Hi, Leonardo. And then your favorite memory was. Probably a compilation of memories. Oh, dude, just just of yeah. at your house, your dad putting on Halloween. Oh, dude, see, and seeing, Bob being there and seeing know. what our house turned into on Halloween, it was insane. It, they, a couple years, they had to shut our block down because there was too many cars that couldn't get through, and there were so many people walking around. Like I, w- the one year, I think we roughly calculated there was over three thousand people that came to the house. Jeez. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we should have awesome. ended with Corey. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, all right. So, TD. Favorite costume was the costume I never got to wear. I, I'll i never forget when my mom, because, I, and I don't know what kind of changed in our family lives, but the day that my mom took me to a real, like, store, not, like, not Kmart or a store that was selling, you know, packaged cow, uh, Halloween uh, things. My mom took me to an actual store that was 100% dedicated to costumes, and I got this gorilla mask and the gloves, 
by far that I remember being like, Oh my God, my mom, my parents hear me. They spent money. Cause again, I, th- I can't remember what those, uh, the Kmart costumes cost, but it, it was substantial because they were rubber. It was, and again, it, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a, this hundreds of dollars, but it was like a rubber gorilla mask and the gloves. That's my still to this day. I'll never forget it. And I remember I kind of, like I said, my childhood was kind of a little bit stolen because my brother and sister, uh, who were nine years younger than me were terrified of it and it was rubber. So it wasn't really that realistic, but they were little kids. And so how, the costume, that's the one that I remember. And I never, ever got to wear it anywhere. Uh, and in fact, the funnier thing is I make fun of one of my, uh, my, my sister, because when I, I moved away from home when I was 14 years old, went away to boarding school, I never came back. But one thing that I took with me was a, was a trunk full of all the things that I had from my childhood and from high school. And I made the mistake of leaving that trunk at my mom's house when I was an adult. And my mom, during the course of moving, gave that trunk to one of my sister's friends and her house burned down. And so I lost all the things that were in that trunk, tons of high school uh, memorabilia, but that costume was in that trunk. I was going to, I would have kept that for forever because oh my God. that was the day that my parents spent the most money ever. And they probably spent like 40 or 50 bucks uh, on a Halloween costume. And I'll never, ever forget it because they literally, I mean, they, we weren't people with money and it was a real investment for them to buy that for me that I never got to wear. And, and I, I know that my parents kind of got, we just spent a bunch of money on this kid's costume that our other kids are afraid of. And so we're not letting him wear it and he, he he'll use it when he's an adult and I never, ever got to wear it anywhere, but that's my favorite costume. And then my fav- favorite Halloween kind of memory is I went to a party as an adult, uh, with a bunch of, uh, I worked at, I work in tech. I worked with a bunch of millionaire uh, salespeople and I went to one of the coolest Halloween parties ever. There were a strict, everyone had to wear a costume. It's actually where, the first time I donned my blackula, I wore a real, a, a nice suit. I uh, had a real, real nice professionally done wig, uh, makeup, uh, the teeth, the works. And I was blackula. And to this day, I'll never, I, I have pictures still uh, in my dig, one of my digital picture frames of us doing blow suck shots. Uh, and uh, Mary and I went still to this day, one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I'll never forget it, but uh, didn't get to wear my gorilla mask and my and my rubber gloves because my brother and sister were afraid of them. So Nathan and Nicole, I want to punch you in the neck. You <laughs> screwed up my childhood. But uh, those are my two things. I, again, and I, and by the way, even though it's not a holiday, I do really like Halloween. Uh, I love, and I love it when people are creative. But like I said, in my uh, in my bougie way. I do like just freaking rolling in, being comfortable. So, that, so wearing wearing my, if you'll call it stolen valor, <laughs> if I, I love rolling in my, in my very comfortable stolen valor uh, costume every year, and it's not disrespectful. I don't, uh, I don't. Again, it's just about hey, I want to be involved in the thing. Uh, I love it. Uh, I tried to serve in the military, I, so I didn't. I don't really steal it. I, I was physically unable to, uh, even though I was a, a really really good athlete. Uh, but it was unable to to serve our country. But Mad respect and uh, mad comfort to those fatigues, especially the uh, the desert storm gear. 
Uh, you can get it at Army Surplus stores, <laughs> and it feels really good. It's easy to slide into. All right, so there, there you go, everyone. For those of you this year around the Seattle area, if you see a guy walking around in desert storm fatigues asking for free shit, <laughs> you, you know it's... You, who picks desert storm fatigues, any, Todd? Cor- no one's... Corey, they know me anyway. <laughs> well, fair enough. Then I guess you're all set. Yeah, you have nothing to worry about. I got nothing to worry about. There you know who I am. It's me, TD. Desert Storm. That camo. Oh my. Okay, that's that's a whole nother issue we have, Todd. So I would say uh, favorite costume. I don't know. Like growing up, like uh, my dad was huge in, into. He he loved the aspect of Halloween. He didn't like. You know, go, getting involved in it like, like Corey's father did, but he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, we're gonna take you to the best mass shops that are out there." Uh, we went to Why Not and Wyandotte that specifically did costumes. Why Not and Wyandotte? I and, love Wyandotte. Can yeah. you spell it for 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 people who aren't from the area? W Y N D O T T E is Wyandotte and Why. W-H-Y, N-O-T, Why Not, was in Wyandotte, and it was a costume (laughs) shop. And for whatever reason, like, you know, some some kids, you know, you go to um, Disney or, you know, some kids see Santa or whatever, and you get that magical feeling. You know, it's something as a kid that you can't really replace. And I always got that feeling about Halloween. I got the magic that... You know, things that you thought weren't real suddenly became real. And there was, you know, the allure of, you know, spirits and ghosts and magic. And, and it was all in one. And, and it was just, for someone with a wild imagination growing up like myself, it was just a very magical time. I, I thought it was amazing. I still think it's amazing. Um, I've kind of settled into my adult life. But... um you know, I, I still have that portion of a small uh, orange pumpkin-colored flame that, that lives inside of me. And uh, and for me, it was, you know, he took us to places like that, and these masks were adult masks. You know, they don't make children's uh, very expensive latex or horrifying masks, you know, they, they make them for adults. And, and, and he, you know, opened up his, his wallet all the time for, for whatever we wanted, you know, for Halloween. And at one, one year it was this giant adult size triceratops head, you know, basically you've got this triceratops head with these two little dusty kid legs coming out from underneath it, you know, and it, at the time, you think how asinine that is. But to retrospectively look back and say that, you know, your father who was going through a divorce and who was paying, um, you know, my mom and child support and all this different stuff and trying to support everything and moving out to a different home and and he's still, you know, able to say, hey, look, you know, get what you want. You know, there were certain times of the year that my dad really – just shined and Halloween was one of them. And, uh, and so it, it was just these masks, even at the time were probably about $70. 
and we're talking early nineties. You know, yeah. yeah. So I get it. I get like I said. I, I don't know what my parents paid, but it was way more than what you bought at at uh, Kmart. Because this is predates Walmart's even. Yeah, hundred percent Kroger. It, and, and and so it's kind of a double-edged sword because there were a, there were a lot of fond Halloween memories that I have. Um, my grandfather was in the military. Uh, there are years that I had um, jungle fatigues and I had desert storm fatigues and I was an army man, you know, and uh, I was a pirate some years and and all this stuff. And we always celebrated Halloween. And it was it was amazing and. My dad, you know, and something I would really like to do with him even now is uh, that he kind of got away from, but he kind of had that same love for Halloween like Corey's dad did, but he just not to the same effect. But he would, I remember even after we moved out, he would, he had this mask and it was like just an older, it it was basically like a grungy kind of Santa mask. It was an old man with a gray beard and long gray hair, and it was just eerie looking, you know. And he, he would put this mask on and just wrap a blanket around himself, and he would sit on the porch, and there would be people that would come up and and they would poke him and they would think he was fake, you know. And at the last minute, he would just move his head and he would freak out, you know. And so, but he loves stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, in the, in the near future that I'm going to buy something like that and, and say, all right, this Halloween, we're going to your house and you're going to do the old man thing again. And we're going to put a blanket around you and you're going to get back into it, you know, cause I feel like it needs to be revitalized. I actually just saw him on Facebook, like selling some of the Halloween, like little candles and stuff we had in the house growing up for years. And now he's selling them, you know, so not to say he's he's you know getting rid of nostalgia, but we may need to bring him back. But that being said, um, so that's one aspect. I was uh, the product of di- divorced parents when I was five, so it's kind of uh, a bifold for me. So on my dad's side, that's the amazing memory I have. Um, on my mom's side, with my sisters, um, I had the. I, I was a, a child of the 80s, and I had the Stranger Things 80s kid Halloween. I had the goofy costumes, the pillowcase running around the neighborhood, kids everywhere. There were no police cars. There were, I mean, really no cars. Like, every house had Halloween decorations going around and like visiting all your neighbors that you never see. Like I had a great, great, great childhood Halloween memory. Like when you see it on Stranger Things and things like that, that they're trying to depict the the late eighties slash nineties, that was my childhood. And for me it was That's awesome. It was amazing. It was and my sister stealing my candy when I was not around and like that was all that was all real for me, you know. So if we were allowed to, if I was allowed to live in your neighborhood, you know what I've done? I'd have given you some halls for your candy too. And just, Fuck and off! You would have, you would have been right next asshole. to those people. You would have been right next to those people that fucking give out pennies. <laughs> exactly. It's like and then there's Pencils. one black ass yeah. who would give us halls. Yeah, for, for and then like, the fucking circus <laughs> peanuts. Ah, hey, hey, circus peanuts are good. They're disgusting. Oh, they I, should be a doorstop. I like a good circus peanut. But I, I had a great. 
great Halloween and and something that I will and I want to say and I'm going to I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to put it in my phone for like cuz I thought about this earlier in the week and it's a great 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 existential question and uh I'm not going to spoil it right now. So Okay, so sweet. Th- so then cuz y- your memory of, of Halloween as a kid. Oh, you said with your neighborhood and how many kids were out and like how like how everyone in the neighborhood was into it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily into Halloween itself with decorating their yard or whatever, but everyone participated on Halloween night and, and allowed trick-or-treaters to come to their door, correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. So I, 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 I saw a bit of a decline for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the first year that Danielle and I were living together and I, I thought about putting Halloween stuff up, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know this neighborhood. Like, I, I've never lived out here. Let me at least see, like, how, you know, how the neighborhood is with, with kids coming by and, and how busy it gets. Like, I, I'm not going to go through all this work if absolutely no one comes down this street. Yeah. And like I said, I, I had already seen a decline from the years prior, like, a, of just people not going out and not, not trick-or-treating. I was pleasantly surprised to see that there was a, there was a pretty good turnout in our neighborhood when the, the first year that that her and I were living together and on Halloween night, it was, it was nothing crazy, but it was definitely above my expectations of where I saw Halloween going and, and what it, what it actually was in, in, in that neighborhood, the neighborhood we currently live in. So I want to ask you guys, Todd, what, what's it like around you? Is it, is it booming? Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say it's actually I do I actually do miss it because when we when we first moved out to Washington we rented a house for a couple of years in a neighborhood and we had trick or treaters in it and what I really liked about it was we did meet neighbors that we hadn't met and we had Rottweilers and so to have people come over and then see how our dogs were different than what they imagined Roddy's to be like was really really cool uh, but then. Uh, as the Jeffersons did, I moved on up and now I'm on a very large piece of land where, where the undesirables aren't, uh, able to get to me. <laughs> and so, uh, we don't have trick or treaters where I live anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm on a pretty, I'm on a 20 acre parcel and with like three houses. And so we don't get trick or treaters anymore. I do miss it. I, Cause again, I, I like to buy candy and give it out. And, and I don't know that I'd put out coffins and do the whole, uh, mechanized things, but I, I do like interacting with my neighbors and showing the kids that, Hey, there's a guy who lives near me who will be nice to me. And again, I, I miss the camaraderie and the community that Halloween does, but kind of in my current state of uh, affairs, like I said, there's no, people don't come down my road to a uh, trick or treat because, well, it's not, it's not safe for them or safe for me, probably. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't Fair think. Enough. And and I will say maybe unpopular opinion, but I don't think, I don't think there should be an age to trick or treat. I, I really don't. I don't think it should be. I, I mean, I, I would. That's, I, there's a caveat to that. If you're if you're gonna be an, I don't. I agree with you 100. percent If you're in, if you're down, and you're doing it, and you're dressed up, uh, and you're into into yes, your thing, yes. and you're not being a dick. I think there, then there is no age limit. Unfortunately, what my, my, and this is kind of when, again, when I would talk about giving out halls, when I was in college, we, the, the local community would come out trick or treating and all the high school students thought it was pretty cool to also go trick or treating with no costumes, no bang on doors and be assholes. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna give everybody halls. That way all you dickheads get what you deserve. But, uh, 
I'm with you. If you if you if your heart is in the right place, yes, and you're having fun, then oh, I think there's no th- age th- limit. It's th- like Disneyland. I think or that, Disney World. I think that there's a certain magic, and I don't think it's age specific about Halloween. And I know Corey, you said you kind of ended it early, but for me, like it wasn't a. I mean, of course, a, a house like the Celeskis would have been like a mirage. It would have been like, oh man. This is awesome, you know, but going up to a house that had one, one jack-o'-lantern that was, you know, had a candle in it that was burning with a awesome neighbor that was like, Hey, happy Halloween. Here Giving you go. Good candy. Here you go. And I don't even care what they get. I, it's not even about the candy. It's like, to but me, it was, it was that just, was, it was when you were a kid, as a kid, as a kid. Yes. But I'm saying like, it was just. It, it was almost like for a small point in time, the world came together, you know, and, and it, everyone, everyone was so wonderful. Everyone was so nice. They were welcoming. Like it wasn't something weird. Agreed. And you talked to people and they said, oh, my God, yeah. you did a Community. good You did a good job. Look at that. You Oh, you look so scary. You know, whatever it may be, whatever, if they're bullshitting or not, you know, like I don't think that should be something age specific. I think like. If you don't want to give me candy, you don't have to give me candy. That's fine. Uh, but you know, I think like if the if the four of us went out and we were like, we really want to dress up. Like I think it should be rewarded. Like if you dress up, it should be rewarded. Like if you're like, I just want to so sh- short. I think we could get away with it too. Still, <laughs> if if you wanted to, you can sh- jump on my. You, you can jump on my shoulders, Todd. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you wanted to show up, you know. The high school kids that were being jackasses that showed up with pillowcases and no mask, like fuck off. No, you get you get pennies yeah. and hauls. Yeah, that that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't even waste my time giving you a hauls. But like like you guys said, yeah, I, I if you were thirty X lax X lax if you could actually if you could get out of, in front of it. The, there, the, there you go. X lax is the individual that, uh, service that I would that I would get on board with. But yeah, no, if 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 you're forty six years old and come walking up my driveway on on halloween night and you got a fucking costume on guess what you're getting candy exactly that that's it uh, there's no other question or, or anything you have to ask about it dress up for halloween you get candy 100 percent. i agree to all you guys you happy halloween th- bitches you would think it was october 29th but it's not we got a whole month of this bullshit <laughs> so for yeah, bob boy. todd Corey and myself let's all celebrate the month of October thank you for joining in for the schnozcast happy October and hope to see you next week